Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, myself, David, and we actually have our main man, Joe, um, running about recording this podcast. Um, Joe had got some bad news, so we thought maybe he wasn't going to make it on this pod, but he's managed to, 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 to make it, and we're really, really happy to have him with us because it's never really the same without a uh, um, without Joe or, or Paul or anyways, I suppose, especially me, man, it's, it's no point having it without me, to be honest. But um, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> but anyway, Joe, sorry, and um, thanks for thanks for obviously um, actually take some time out to actually join it because I know it's no still not an easy time for you. So how's it? How's actually it's be, how's it been for you, man? Yeah, it's uh, it's been. I mean, first of all, big thanks to. You. People that um, you know put stuff up on Twitter that was really nice. Everybody um, you know for the concern and stuff like that. Uh, I, I'm okay. It's not uh, it's not really related to me. Um, my father-in-law passed away, and I was very close to him. And obviously, you know, my wife and stuff. So it's been a wee bit of a hard time, as you can imagine. You know, um, obviously with the COVID uh, being in full effect again, almost. You know, so it's been a bit stressful. But yeah. I'm here and I'm looking forward to getting into it with, with you guys again, as normal. No, Magic Joe, no, no. Cool. Cheers, man. Um, um, thanks for obviously letting the guys know about what, what your situation is. That's that's cool. So, Magic. Um, so this one. So this was a, a kind of this was a kind of um, an afterthought. I have to say this podcast because um, we originally thought it was just going to be Paul um, and myself doing this. So we thought we'd just put something together a wee bit. Maybe back kind of spur of the moment just to get some content out for you. But um because the reviews it's got to be the three of us for the reviews. We just can't can't not do the reviews. So initially we were gonna do the uh, Rainbow gig. We were gonna do nineteen seventy four Rainbow gig as our first um, live pod, but we're still gonna do that. That'll probably be next week at some point or the week after. But um yeah, so we'll get that out to you as soon as we can. But we'll, we'll go with us first as a wee kind of a wee um, half-time bit of entertainment, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so, so what did we do? We asked, we, we put the word out on Twitter and asked everyone to leave three things. Leave a voicemail, okay? Leave a voicemail with three things you want to put in the Queen dump. Or what did you call it, Paul? The lap pods landfill. Oh, hmm. the lap That's pods cool, man. landfill. Aye, we'll go with that then. Three things you want to put in the lap pods landfill, right? So um, I've got some voicemails uh, recorded, so we're going to play them to you. Um, you'll be able to hear what they say, and we're going to decide if they are worthy of being put in the landfill, or that we say, no, they're staying wherever they are, forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, so... Um, I, I've, I really shouldn't be hosting this man, fuck's sake, you know. But, um, <laughs> um, so I, it's a new uh, concept, mate. It's a new concept. Exactly, man. I'm, just still, I'm still trying to wrap my own head around it, you know. <laughs> um, so, I, so that's what it's going to be. So we're going to we're going to do that, and hopefully have a bit of fun and, and 
probably, I'll be honest, maybe take the piss a little bit out of the people leaving the leaving the messages. Absolutely, that's part of the have fun. Haven't listened to some of them. I think some of these deserve it, to be honest. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but, I've not um, heard them yet, so it should be quite... Aye, Joe, 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 it's an old fresh to Joe, so he'll be, he'll, he'll be spitting out his drink as he, as he hears You said, you said what? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> so, I bet there'll uh, be any, uh, be any um, bias towards some of my favourite tracks, you know? But anyway... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> there might be. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. So, then. I was originally gonna gonna try and hold back the the audio files and just play them to you both. Um, you know, I know Joe, you haven't heard them, but just to just to get your, your reactions. But I thought, oh no, I'll share them. Share, share them with Paul. Joe's not had a chance to listen to them yet, so it'll be new for Joe certainly. Anyway, but um, before we go any further and we delve into these, as usual, a big shout out to the Deep Dive Podcast Network. So you've got the Deep Purple Podcast, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Skinner Reconsidered, and a new one. Isn't there? There's a new one joined. So you're right you're the, the, the Heat Podcast. So fantastic. So we're yeah. not the new boys anymore. Yay. So um I think we'll always be the new boys. We've got that kind of vibe about us, you know. These other podcasts are kind of well polished and all that. We're just rough as fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. indeed. <laughs> so um so, I right, class. Um, so, yeah, go and check out those podcasts if you're fans of any of those. And, of course, I've got the, the governor himself, T-Bone Mathley. I think we're still waiting on his podcast to, to come out, and we'll all be looking forward to hearing that. Um, and just overall, anybody that puts time and effort into doing a podcast, no matter what you're doing and what your subject is, it, it does take a lot of effort and time and, and planning. Um, it might not seem like it when you listen to us, right enough, mm-hmm. but it does. It takes a lot, takes a lot of uh, kind of lot of effort. So, um, so I big shout out to everybody that does it, no matter what your what your uh, subject is. Um, just a week update on what the, the sort of future for us is. We're going to obviously going to continue doing the pods. Um, a wee bit less regular than than we were before. I think situations have changed for all three of us in terms of what time we can give. So. Um, it just makes it a wee bit more difficult to get together every week. But um, we do plan to do those live albums, get get through all, all of those and tackle the solo albums as well. We will get to them. How long it takes us to get through them all, well, that remains to be seen. Um, but we'll keep you posted um, and what we're planning to do. Getting together a website just now as well. Um, I know you get your RSS feeds on your podcast players and, and you know, um, your Spotify and all the rest of it, but just a dedicated website to to the the pod as well, and been talking to Paul about some blogs as well. We'll maybe start getting some some stuff written down for you to read, um, some articles and things like that. So they'll just appear as and when, and we'll give you a wee shout um, when when they appear. So I'm working away in the background on the the website side of things, and um, Paul's putting together some content just now. And when Joe's gets head above the water. I'm sure Joe probably want to contribute as well. So absolutely. Um, so yeah. So it's it's all looking good, and uh, so we're here to stay. You know, we I think we originally said we did the 14 albums and then bail, but um, that, that would have probably been the case. Yeah, exactly. If there's only like three of you listening, we'd have been very grateful for for those three listeners. But we probably would have jacked it in by now. But there's a few more listeners, so that's really cool. Anyway, we're going to play the first clip. So the first clip came from Jerry. We know Jerry. Let's put it that way. We know Jerry. We do that. We do and that. And we can probably guess the kind of message he's going to leave. So we're going to play this just now. Just that solo. And I want to break free. 
but that song's magic, so fuck you. <laughs> Aye. So that's, so that's Jerry's message. That was clearly, clearly didn't get the memo because he was meant to leave three things. Ah, yeah, clown. They wanted to put in the Queen dump or the Lap Pods landfill, as we're now calling it. Test, and test. he's just no bothered his ass to do it. So, um, so Jerry. Ugh. Anyway, he's talking about, so I suppose he's talking about the solo and I want to break free by saying the song's magic. So ultimately, we're not talking about the song, we're just talking about the solo. So does the solo deserve to go in the lap pause landfill? Joe, I'm going to bring you in first. What do you think? Has it got a point? Is this garbage? A 100% has a point. It is absolute toilet fodder. It is. It sounds horrendous. The whole reason it exists is stupid. You know, don't tell Brian May not to play a guitar solo and then get a guy to do a keyboard solo that sounds like a guitar through a really crap effect. So I 100% agree with, with my man there. Aye, he's right. Okay. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I was thinking about it, and, and for me, I agree with Joe. I think the sound of it is, is awful, but I think the actual... The actual um, melody, the, the 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 rhythm of it, it's absolutely fine because when you hear Brian May play it live, yep. it's actually quite a decent sounding sounding bit of music. I so I think the bit of music is actually actually good. The choice of sound is not great, um, and of course, you know, it does sound like a guitar. I for years thought it was a guitar, and it was just a strange effect mm-hmm. that Brian May put yep. through. Um, so it. As I agree with Joe. It's, it's kind of the, the reason it exists is a bit bizarre. But anyway, I'll pass you, uh, we'll go to Paul. Paul, any? Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know the the reason behind it. What I mean, what what was what point was John Deacon trying to make um, by not getting Brian to do the solo? Um, mm-hmm. Was he just pissed off at Brian at the time? Was Brian not available? You know, and he wanted to get this track done quickly. Who knows? Um, but w- what what is evident is it's pretty pointless, you know. Right. Absolutely. Can you uh, an ice cream van just outside my house there? Get us a double nugget. Get us <laughs> a double nugget. <laughs> so if anybody wants anything, I'm just going to be there for a wee yeah. while, right? Just keep bottle, a bottle. A bottle iron brew and a double nugget, mate. Uh, that that's an ice cream truck for what's a triple you know, nugget with us, man? Folk in North mean? America, three nuggets. Triple nugget. <laughs> I triple so, nugget. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't even particularly. I can see what you mean, David, when you say it, it, it fits perfectly when you play it on guitar, and it, it, almost to the extent that you think. Did Fred Mandel maybe play it on guitar first and then transcribe it? You know? Ah, right enough. I could, you know, aye. Uh, aye, because it's not a typical. It does. It, aye, I know what you mean. It's structured like yeah, a guitar yeah. solo. Yeah. Um, you hear, you because, hear Brian playing it. It but, sounds like a guitar solo. You yeah, know? because like there, there is bits like Baines. You know, yeah. obviously he's 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 rolling the pitch yeah. or whatever on yeah. the, on this the synth and all that. Yep. But, yeah, this is. <laughs> It's as if someone's played played a played a guitar solo and it's been transcribed on the keyboard, rather than them just making it up, you know, um, from scratch. And and uh, but even 
if that was the case, it makes it even more pointless, you know? Because absolutely, it was played. You know, I, I don't know. It's just right. well, I suppose it's, it's a strange I, thing, you know. Yeah, and, I and, suppose. And yeah, I suppose we, you know, uh, you know, but our intention is not to review the the song again and review the the, the the real the real issue here is does it belong in the uh, lap pods landfill? Does yeah. it solo and yes, yeah. absolutely, uh, it's, it's, it's crap. It's yep. not very good. No, it sounds like shit. There you go. Yeah, but we're all going, all going to agree it's mainly because of the sound use. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yeah. Okay, yes, it's going in the the lap pods landfill. Got a nice wee sound effect to go. <laughs> and, before, and before we move on, Jerry, stay off the cans, mate. Because that <laughs> song is crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Right, we are going to move on. We're going to move on. We've got Neil, um, Neil Hopkins up next. So Neil, we'll get Neil's three things for the Queen dump. Let's go. Three things for the Queen bin. First is hot space, but not for the reason that you're thinking. When it was announced that Queen were doing a disco album, um, I guess the general reaction was, what? What are they doing? Um, But I wanted it to be more disco. I wanted a glorious Freddie giving it his all disco stomp. And it wasn't really that. It was just a bit disappointing in the end. Second thing is Sun City. Um, now we know the arguments about this um, Queen knew exactly what they were doing they knew what was going on in South Africa they weren't ignorant of it they didn't need the money why did they do it um, it was just a, a slap in the face for the people of South Africa at that time and finally um, not really Queen but um, Brian May playing for the Golden Jubilee on the roof of Buckingham Palace Um yeah, okay. Um, I know it, it was supposed to be an iconic moment, but again, it was just disappointing um, and confirmed that I'm not really interested in, in what he wants to do now. And that's my three things for the Queen bin. Okay, so that is Neil's uh, three. I, I, I love Neil. I love Neil. Yeah, <laughs> I love, you know. Magic, I really don't like the whole three. So, mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, well, that's just got to sound like an easy one, <laughs> given what I've just said, because we all just seem to agree with each other. <laughs> it's like, we would not, it's, I'm surprised the three of us don't show up at a gig with the same T-shirt on, you know, because we just, <laughs> just agree <laughs> quite a lot. Just uh, story, man. Same pants on, man. That's it. Well, we just agree in Queen a lot, but there's probably subtleties when we delve deeper into a lot of things. But anyway, let's let's crack on. So, Neil, so he's not, he started off with Hot Space. And it's quite interesting because his reason for putting it in is not what other people's reasons might have been. Um, he wanted it to go. He wanted Queen to go all in with it and be, mm-hmm. make it a proper disco album, which is interesting because we kind of touched upon that on the Queen. We part, did. We part, did. Yeah. What yeah. you said about um, getting Niles Rogers in and, and just going all in and get get a guy that's that's actually knows how to actually do a disco album. Mm-hmm. So that's quite interesting. So what's your take on it, uh, Paul? Yeah, I, I, I think Neil. Neil's absolutely right. Um, they they half asked it. Um, that you know, I think it, that there was obvious conflict within the band. You know, the the story is Brian and Roger weren't keen at all. So, um, so 
I guess you need to have the four guys together for it to work as you know as 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 going all in and and you know creating a disco album. That's a good point. So, so um, yeah, and 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 as we 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 said on the actual podcast on in Hot Space, the the instrumentation's crap. You know, synth Absolutely. bass instead of proper bass, and 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 getting getting proper guys and proper engineers, proper producers that know what they're doing, um, and and making if if you want to make a disco album, do it properly, spend yeah. a bit of time and a bit of money, and and do it properly. That's it. It was just a half-assed compromise, whatever you know. And I think you're absolutely right there, Neil. Yeah. Excellent. Any points on that one, Joe? Um, I agree. I agree with Neil. If you know, if they were, and I agree with Paul as well. It's um, it's it is very. It's just a divided album. You know, two two camps wanted something. Were obviously influenced by two completely different types of music at the time and to be honest you were never going to get a pure any any genre of Queen no matter what they were in for you know because none of their albums are like that they, they never did a straight out heavy metal album they never did a straight out pop yeah. album that's a good always, point yeah there's always going to be variations so in a sense even if I'm trying to imagine if I was a Queen fan back then having the records that you know came before Hot Space, it would be a really weird concept to think that Queen would just do an all-out disco record mm-hmm. just because they never did. They never stuck to one style throughout you know, yeah. their entire career, never mind up till that point. But I do agree, um, and I did say on the pod that, um, pretty much what you guys said. I did say, if they, you know, they, they knew Michael Jackson at this point, right? This, I'm not going to go into the whole Michael Jackson thing, okay, right? But what I'm trying to say is, you know, you knew somebody that was at the forefront of that style of music, right? You know, Michael Jackson had done a bit, whether you like the guy or not, but Off the Walls a very good album. I think, it's a, I think it's a really good album. So why did they not, you know, why didn't they just go to somebody like Quincy Jones and even Michael Jackson and say, look, hook us up with the, Hook us up with the, you know, the Quincy, aye, aye, you know, what, 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 what sounds are you using, you know, what, you know, what, what kind of compression are you using, are you using drum machines, if so, you know, what, 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 how are you making this stuff up to get these sounds the, the way, you know, have it so baggy, because essentially disco is to dance to, so it needs to be thick, it needs to be thick and yeah. weighty, whereas, Even, whereas a hot space isn't thick and weighty, it's quite thin, especially yeah. the, the disco tracks are really weak, you know, yeah. they don't, don't have a lot of weight to them. And another guy that we never, I don't think we mentioned, was Giorgio Moroder. I absolutely. They, yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah, they were literally yeah. working in his studio. Yeah, you know. Uh, so they would the hard good stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give him a phone. That, Do you want to come that, down to the studio? Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I mean, the song he did with Freddie, you know, "Love Kills." It sounds excellent. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah, really yeah. typical Giorgio Moroder pulsing back, uh, yeah. back track. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So they had, they had, they had, they had it yeah. at their disposal, and just again. What they, they were guilty of for their entire career, and I think oh. they, they didn't want to invite anybody else in. It's like well, maybe a wee bit too pick headed that way, yeah, and thought we'll just do yeah, it all. Yeah. I want, I want to hear Freddie singing "I Feel Love" now. Oh, that'd be brilliant! I'd be oh, superb, man. That's a, that's a tune, man. Aye, just that, you know, that background. What is that a synth bass actually? Aye, but a good one. It's pretty good. Aye, aye. No, it's, well, it's, it's how you use them. And, aye, and, aye, and, that's and, it. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. Yeah. Um, okay, but the question is, the question is, does Hot Space, Neil's want Hot Space in the lap pods landfill? No. He's wanting it in there. So that's ultimately what we're trying to trying to vote on here. No. 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 It's, I uh, agree. It's a, 
it's a mess, but it's entertaining and it's got charm. Um, and no, no, it stays because okay. yeah. I've been listening to it more <laughs> than yeah. I ever did. I agree know. with that, right? So, um, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I don't want to put it in the, the lap pods landfill for, for the reasons you've mentioned. Although I do appreciate Neil's angle on wanting Aye, to totally. win. Yeah, absolutely, it's, yeah, it's a, he's right. It's definitely he's a unique right. angle. And he's, it is, he can be right and wrong at the same time. So he has a wee yeah. <laughs> Okay, next one when Neil mentions, I don't want to go into this too, in too much detail because we kind of touched upon it in the previous pods as well. Um, but Sun City, um, I'll go first on this one. Um I don't think it, if anyone, you know, it's not to say that if you if you believe it shouldn't go in the lap pods landfill that you're a certain way or you're you're you you know you you support apartheid not necessarily but this is as close to black and white as you can get almost for me because mm-hmm. it's of course it's going to go in the lap pods landfill the queen dump whatever we're calling it it was as Neil said they knew exactly what they were doing they went for the money they had no scruples at all, um, and and they took they took the cash. We we talked about Hotspace just there. We talked about Queen owning the failure or whatever you want, and that's something that they should have done with us. They should have owned mm-hmm. the fact that they went to Sun City. We went because we we're offered a big lump of cash, and we like making money. Straightforward, right, simple. It's still wrong. Absolutely. It's still wrong, but at least you're honest about your your greed. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's for me. That's the reason why it absolutely belongs in the Blackboard's landfill. Joe, anything to add in there, mate? No, I agree completely. It was a very, very horrible decision to do it. You know, um, morally wrong, morally wrong. You know, money shouldn't even come into something like that, yeah. especially when you're you're already multi-millionaires. I mean. What's a, what, what, what's another five million? You know, really, when you're when you're worth like tens or tens or hundreds of millions or whatever they were worth, yeah, absolutely. Put that put that in the, the landfill, man. Yeah, terrible, terrible decision. Any final words on that, Paul? Yeah, it's uh, it's the absolute fuel for anyone that that, that would say Queen are a, a terrible band. That this is top of the pile. If you you know number one. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, thing that you would use, you would say, "Well, uh, that's that's a band that played Sun City." You know, yeah. Um, and uh, just a wee aside today, I, I was actually listening to a, U- a YouTube clip of Brian and Roger on Irish uh, an Irish radio station in 1986 talking about it, and Roger's just tripping over his own cock trying to, you know, justify it, and Brian's going on about. Yeah, but we were building bridges and missing my very political that, and all that. And that's that's like, the arrogance. Got, that's the arrogance. Off. Yeah, it's yeah. as if as if they're that powerful yeah. that, that yeah. They, they can they can make the difference. That's, um, and I know that's that's cynical because of course people that have got a lot of following can make a difference, and, and I get that. But yeah, that's that's yeah. just so, you know, aye. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, we all know that uh, Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War and all that. But exactly, Queen didn't stop apartheid. I'll tell you something. I, on for a few years after that. I'll, so. I'll, I'll tell you something. The, o- the only way they would have got a pass for playing that is if, uh, but the only reason they would have got a pass is if they turned around and said to the promoters, 
Um, like, you know, straight off the bat, you know, blacks need to be involved in this and ticket prices, you know, it needs to be made available, you know, you know, it need it would need to be they would need to make a statement of that and and then only play it if it was you know, if the, the promoters, you know, adhered to it. That would be the only I mean, way. I think I think that was one of the, the things they used. That was black, you know. Black, you know, we only assisted if black people were playing. But yeah, but they were cleaning. It, but they were cleaning the toilets and serving the drinks to the way. Well, listen, yeah. let, let's be honest. Oh, let's that's be probably honest. been the case. But, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the of racism in, in South Africa. But racism's racism at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, no matter what the angle is. Yeah. And and even if the, and the point I made, kind of think on the. Works podcast or whatever it was we talked about it. Black people in the audience, do you think they were going to be treated like no. human beings if they no, were in the audience? Not. No. You know, so so it, it's just none of it. It's just a pile of nonsense now, and they, they, they shouldn't have did it. And and but they, you, I, I totally agree. But do you know, see what I mean? See if, even if they if they, if they made that, a stand, it, yeah, aye, yeah, and, yeah, and and yeah. and then it would have just created a conversation about how bad yeah. that situation was. And then all they would have had to do was all they would have had to do was for the promoters to say, "Well, we're not willing to do that," and that would have, that would have been a message in itself. Then they should have backed off and went, "Well, we're not playing it." Then if they really wanted to build bridges, then that'd be a great way to do it. Because that would have made made the, the papers and everything. Queen Queen stand up against apartheid by, but they didn't. They just went, "Oh, they give me the money, the, I'll play there, no problem." They took the money and done something really positive with it in South Africa for the black community. You know, Aye. right? Mm-hmm. We're not taking a single. Well, we've actually basically used this promotion against them. You know, this. this sorry, this. This. Uh, aye, uh, aye. This, you know, I will sign it. Blah, blah, blah. We can do whatever yep. we want with the yep. money. Take yeah, the money didn't. and then go. Do you know what? Two fingers up. Thanks for the cash. We're going to just put that directly into to a, to a, a, an enterprise that that helps out black communities and and has no, you know, aye, even, but it didn't. You know, racist yeah. white kind of hands on it kind of thing. But yeah, we could talk about this yeah. probably all night in the dens and outs. Aye, exactly. What, what, one last thing, um, I, I only found this out today. Um, the, the great John Peel um, was presenting Top of the Pops, um, and it was around about the time and all that. And apparently he introduced a Queen video by saying, here's Freddie and the Sun City Stompers. <laughs> That's right. That's fucking genius, man. I don't know that, man. Well, Peel, man. I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I so um, the final one that Neil mentioned was uh, Brian May playing "God Save the Queen" on top of ben, King ben, Palace. Ben, yes, Ben. ben, ben We're going to talk about it, Ben. Ben. ben um, um, he doesn't. He doesn't say the reason why. Um, quite. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my reason might be different from his. Um, yeah, I am. I am incredibly so hard. Anti-monarchy. Hard. <laughs> hard, 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 hard on for the me. monarchy. Calm down, mate. Um, Calm down. Yeah. Relax. Have a cold but, shower, man. <laughs> I'll try that one again. Um, I, I'm very anti-monarchy. Um, so the, the three of us are. <laughs> you know, I'm for Scottish independence and all that. So, Absolutely. You know, see, seeing Brian May on top of Buckingham Palace and loads of 
people waving butchers' aprons, which is the union flag, you know. Um, uh, you know, it's just uh, I don't care for it. You know, it's no fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's uh, that's my personal opinion. You yeah. you might love it. That's fine. That's that, that's your gig. But and this no. is the thing. I mean, I'm 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 anti monarchy too, as Joe said, and, and Joe is as well. Um, and it's not. I mean, there's a lot of uh, misconceptions about um, what that means, and 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 you know, it doesn't mean you're anti English. Of course, no. it doesn't. That's that's been levelled yeah. a few times. No, it absolutely doesn't. Um, it doesn't mean that you want anything to happen to 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 the, you know the royal family. You know, I want them. I, I don't want. I wish them any harm. I just think the whole system of the monarchy is ridiculous and a joke. Yeah, as Paul pointed out, Neil's reasons for um, for that it, it could be just that he thought it looked naff, and he, he, he you know you know he might love the monarchy. He might I don't know, but um, um, so this isn't uh, you know this is our opinion, and it's the only opinion. I just think it's it was that um, it's everything that what that's one of the moments that for me represents everything post Freddie that was wrong with the Queen image. Mm-hmm. I mean the Queen, the band, not the, the you know the, the monarch. And, and uh, you know, I I, I couldn't care less about Ozzy, but you know the fact that Tony Iommi was there, uh, yeah, as well, yep. you know. <laughs> but you know, what can you do? That is what it is. Um, I just I I just I'm not going to get too heavy on why. I just think it's naff. I just think it's it's just kind of crap, you know, just like. Yeah. Like I get, I get, I get why he was asked to do it. His band's called Queen, right? Yeah. And I get God it. Save the and play God the Save the Queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get why he was asked to do it, and maybe he felt pressured. I don't know. You know, if the Queen, you know, if they, the, the, you know, the establishment come to you and say we want you to play it, it's probably easier for us to say. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at the both angles here, right? Sure. It's probably easier for us to say, well, fuck off. If you're, you know, all eyes are on you and you're kind of like, shit, I feel like I kind of need to do this. But knowing Brian May and how naff and weak-willed he, he comes across <laughs> as at times, and he's like a, like a, like he's just like a, like hopeless optimist, you know what I mean? It's like the guy can't see past his own nose. Well, a lot of things I've heard him say throughout, you know I mean? Don't get me wrong. Some of the things he's, I agree with, you know, the guy's into saving badgers and wildlife and stuff like that. I'm totally down with that. The guy is totally righteous and that. But like the sunset, go back to the sunset thing, you know, not looking past his nose, you know, we're just doing it to build bridges. Well, come on, you're an educated man here, man. You know that's not going to be the case. And, and it's kind of, he's very much, a lot of his decisions are bad decisions that I feel he's made throughout his career are things like that. Like, for example, going on doing, doing a song with Robbie Williams, exactly the same thing. It's yeah, so five. unbelievably naff and yeah. five. It's yeah. naff. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get, you're not going to get Jimmy Page going up there with the Backstreet Boys, do you know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So the guy's just the king of bad decisions. The king of bad decisions. <laughs> I, that's it. I've just, that's all I can say. But I don't think he's done it for a bad reason or anything. You know, no. stupid and naive. I, I, you know, I think that's the thing. I think ultimately, you know, of, we have went down a more political and, and Republican route, I guess, you know, because we're talking about not a monarchy and, and and you know it's something that we are not necessarily interested in. Um, and um, 
But yeah, I, I, like, you know, you know, Joe makes a good point there. You know about um, you know maybe his way of looking at it, and we don't know his his way of looking at it. It probably would be very simple, as in she's our queen, and we should you know honour her or something. That probably be as, as, as simple as that. That's probably the, the line you would get out of her, out of him, to be honest. But yeah. um, again, don't know. We don't really don't know Neil's reasons for it, but. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. awesome as always, nice. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's for the. It's definitely for the the landfill, man. Definitely for the landfill. So, so Neil, you've scored the hat trick here. Um, yeah, oh, you well done. Sorry. Oh, oh sorry. no, no, no. Oh, Hot not. space well, didn't go. Kind two of a, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. Aye. I think the first one could have hit the post, and the other two went in the net. So you're yeah, pretty, you know. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> so well done, Neil, uh, uh, on that one. Um, really cool to talk about that and. Uh, we're speaking our minds, guys, and I mean, some of it might be, you know, a bit out there for you, and a bit it might go against what you believe, and and it's not we're not here to create animosity or, or say we're right. It's just look, we always right. speak our minds from the start, so you know, um, uh, so yeah, hopefully we've not lost <laughs> lost too many listeners in the back mm-hmm. of, the back of that one. Prince, um, Prince Charles has just turned us off. I know, yeah, Prince, oh, that's bugger. The the, 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 the Queen's cancelled our subscription. <laughs> so anyway, let's 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 shift on. So the next one is is Malcolm. Just the three things, like I said, um, far too many really. Number one, Freddie's moustache, a fashion faux pas. It's, it's one too many. And number two, um, Adam Lambert. Oh, just please, just. Leave it. Just, just, just drop it. Number three, um, the Aos. Hated them. Hated them then. Hate them now. I'm going to leave Hot Space alone because it does contain a couple of my all-time favourite Queen songs. Cheers. Okay, so that was Malcolm there with his three things for the. Queen, dumb. I keep forgetting this, Paul. That pause landfill. Sorry, I've I started the podcast with one title and I'm ending it with a different one. So it's like your mind up, mate. <laughs> so anyway, Malcolm's three one. So he talked about first and foremost Freddie's moustache. Can I come in first, lads, on that one? Um, Freddie's moustache. Mm, I, I love it. <laughs> it's absolutely iconic. Um. Rightly or wrongly, I don't know. You can debate that, but I, I just—I'm sure it looked bizarre, probably, when you first saw him with it. You know, if you were there at the time, and, and you next minute you see Freddie and he's got a tash, it must have looked a bit bizarre and a bit strange. So I don't know if that's maybe part of what Malcolm's talking about there. But overall, you know, I mean, he had the tash for what? He only had it for what? Really, six years or something? Yeah, not that. Yeah. Nineteen eighty yeah. to maybe eighty seven. Eighty seven, maybe eighty six. Well, after the magic tour, maybe about eighty seven ish. Because um, so he didn't have it that long, but it's it's associated with him so much, and it's became it's almost like Freddie's tash is like you know the the Elvis suit, you know, with the big the big shades and the the big glittery suit. It's almost as iconic as that you know, now. Now mm-hmm. and um, you know it's talked about a lot. I love it. It looks brilliant with it. You know, if Freddie came out on Live Aid and he didn't have that tash on. You know, you might have liked that gig about one percent less. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so um, so no, I love his tash. No, I can't see this going in the bin for me anyway. I don't know what you guys weigh in. 
No, um, I, I, I like the moustache as well. Um, I liked him with a beard. I liked him without a moustache. Um, ultimately, the man can, or, or, or he did, what the hell he wanted to do with, with his face and yeah. how he dressed and and the guy gets top marks for everything he, he did as, as far as his presentation, what, what he wore on stage and all that. I, I, everything he did, every, every way he looked, uh, looked absolutely amazing to me. So, nah, uh, the moustache stays out the, the, the landfill for me. Sorry, Malcolm. Final words, Joe, on that one? The guy could have had, had a 15-foot mohawk dyed pink and I'd have still thought he ruled. So I'm, I'm, I'm 100% down with the tash. I'm, I'm, I'm pro-tash, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it is, is Freddie, man. And, exactly. I, and another thing, like, like what I just said there, I don't care what the guy had in his face, man. No, like, no. It, uh, really, he could have had no eyebrows and an elephant's trunk, and he'd have still that voice is <laughs> that voice is what's rocking the mic. So, pivot to the tash, man. No, yeah. it stays stays out the landfill, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so Malcolm's next one was Adam Lambert. Um, now, you know, Adam Lambert's not a subject we have really talked about. I think we might have mentioned him in passing. I'm not entirely sure if it made the final cut and anything we did, but I think we might have. Um, you know, we set out, set out our stall pretty, you know, pretty clearly at the start about what we consider to be our queen, you know, and our queen isn't your queen necessarily, but listen, that's just, that's just the way, you know, the way we, we think, you know, it's those 14 albums and, you know, everything that came between those 14 albums, you know, is, is queen for us. Um, but yeah, the, you know, they have moved on. They have, you know, had a few different singers. Well, we've had, Paul Rogers and obviously the most current singer and Queen, if you want to call him Queen, is Adam Lambert. But I do appreciate that it's Queen and Adam Lambert as they always they always put it forward. So um so so Malcolm's wanting Adam Lambert in the in the, the bin. Right. It's not my thing, Adam Lambert. Um I don't think Queen should have, should be continuing. I'd like to see Brian and Roger having the confidence to go on and be musicians and create interest in music, not play the same greatest hit set for 20, 30 years. Now, I know you can, you can level that a lot of bands that haven't lost a lead singer, you know, but that do that. But I would like them to go away and, and just, just, you know, they're at an age now where that's probably not going to be as, as, as possible as it once was. But I'd like them to put Queen to bed and had the confidence to go on and just be just be excellent musicians doing their own thing. Well, it's even together and now and again, but just not under the guise of Queen. That's my own thought on it. But to to then say to Adam Lambert that it's his fault, because I've heard this before, you know, Adam Lambert, oh, it's not Freddie, but yeah, it's not Freddie and it's not Queen. But, you know, the the biggest bands, one of the biggest bands in the world are two of the members of the biggest bands in the world comes to you and say, do you want the gig to sing for us and, and tour with us around the world and play in front of hundreds of thousands of people, millions I of people you a million there, every aye. year? Do you want to do that? Nah, you're all right, mate. Is anybody going to pass that mm-hmm. up? So do you know what? More power to Adam Lambert. He's, he's looks like he's having the time of his life. And he's, and he's touring the world and he's singing fantastic songs. Doesn't matter what I think about how he sings them or if it's Freddie or not. That's not really the point here. Um, we're just, 
Marcus Pitfaldi's name is he deserves to go in the bin. So I'm just taking it as you know, I don't think he does because you know, he's he's in one of the biggest gigs in, in music right now and he's enjoying himself. And do you know what? You could maybe le- level the, the problem with the the other two surviving members of Queen or you know, non retired members of Queen. Is it their judgment? Is it them that's in the wrong? If if Queen's continuing with, with someone that's not Freddie or, or Adam Lambert or whoever you choose, that's a, that's a that's another debate. We're not going to have that tonight. So, I no, I, I for me personally, Adam Lambert stays out. Right, I think um, to counteract that whole, you know, Adam Lambert should go in the bin. Brian May and Roger Taylor should go in the bin. Hmm. For yep. the very, for the very, not even just the Adam Lambert thing, but continuing without Freddie, and I totally agree with you, David. That uh, you can't level anger at the guy um, because he, you know, he was given an amazing opportunity, you know, to do what he's doing, and the guy's a household name now because he is fronting probably, well, not probably one of the biggest bands that ever was, man. You know what I mean? If not, they might, they might Queen might even be. At this stage in the game, you know, the biggest band, you know, but um, but yeah, I, I I don't think the guy. I I I've seen interviews with the guy, and I totally agree with you. I, I'm not interested in anything that you know Queen do, Queen and you know inverted commas, mm-hmm. uh, Brian May, Roger Taylor, and Adam. Lutt. I am not in any way interested in any of it. But I can't I can't dislike the guy or give the guy, you know you know, any bad, real bad press, you know, the, the guy isn't a bad singer. I just don't want to hear a guy, anybody else but Freddie Mercury singing those songs yeah. because it isn't, it isn't Queen. It was so, you know, we, we know this, everybody who discusses this knows this, or they should know it. <laughs> so no, in a long-winded way, no, because the guy isn't doesn't seem like a bad guy. He actually seems like quite a nice guy. So I'm not going to put the boot into the guy. So no, I, I wouldn't put the guy in the bin. But I'd definitely put Roger Taylor and Brian May in the bin now, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Strong yeah. words for Mr. Joe there. Mr. Yeah, Joe. Mr. Joe has spoken, man. <laughs> Mr. Joe in full effect, man. That's it. Um, yeah. I don't mind, but... Um, uh, yeah, in my more uncharitable times, I've, I've maybe called on a second-rate karaoke singer and all that. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm only doing it out of, I don't know, frustration that Aye. Brian and Roger have kind of shot over Queen's legacy a little bit. And again, this is just my opinion. You know, um, the guy... The guy seems sound, um, and he's he's been handed a an amazing opportunity um, to sing, as Joe said, these great songs. It's not his fault, um, and uh, imagine the set of balls you would have to follow in the footsteps of Freddie Mercury. Aye. And do you know what? And do you know what? Even Paul Rogers falling in the footsteps of Paul yeah. Rogers as well. Aye. Voice of that guy, great Scott. singer. Yep. Um, the, the, you know, so Adam Lambert has got an amazing set of balls and fair play to him. Um, 
none of this is his fault. He's just taking that opportunity that was handed to him. What was he going to say? No. Exactly. Not. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't put the guy in the bin at all. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Not his fault. No. It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. But I tell tell you what, millions of people around the world seem to like it. So would they? Aye, aye, that's true. Right. That's so, not, yeah. and I know there's that. some there's some listeners out there um, that, that that do like the Adam Lambert stuff, and I think a few people you know tweeting about the new album. Can I think it? Oh,でもライブアルバム。いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、いや、
that just shows you the, the power of the guy. You know what I mean? That 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 to me is just about how how captivating the guy was and how he was able to take uh, you know th- tens and hundreds of thousands of folk and have them in the palm of his hand and and just I mean how how can you? I don't really know how you could look at that in a negative, man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Malcolm. I'm just I'm, I'm fair, fair <laughs> enough. I don't but, see how that could be a neg. I can be turned into a negative. You know, that's a positive thing. Plus, the, like Paul said, the, 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 I mean, oh. every, everybody in there, every singer that was sitting backstage is shiting himself at that point. They're like, fuck, <laughs> fucking hell, man. That's, that's guy's voice holding that one that's more powerful than the entire band playing. So, you can just uh, see them all start to pack up their instruments while they've even played. So, I don't, I don't, it's such yeah, yeah. a positive thing. I find it hard to, to hate it. Yeah, I'd have framed it in that I'm, I, I'm sick of anytime you see a clip of Fred in the telly. The show that aye, fair enough. People, people always go, oh yeah, he did it, oh, and you know, yeah, and and, yeah. and and like you're saying, I'm just sick of Freddie done other things other than yes. that, yeah, yeah, or something. Aye, if it had been put like that, I, I, you know, that, that would have been might, different. Might have had a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah but no. I mean, I can't. think I think just remember they said then as well. So I think I thought that's what made me think. Well, he didn't like it there either. So yeah. it's, it's not about. You know the heritage of that is about the, the actual time that happened as well. So, um, so no, no, sorry, Malcolm, you you have <clears throat> you, you you need to put them and uh, take your black bin bag and then take it back home because it's not going right, in the yeah. it's, it's not going in the Lapods landfill, man. Pour it in your uh, bath and roll about in it, man. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, then, Malcolm. So, so no, cheers for that, Malcolm. Um, no. Excellent, and we're going to move on. Our next clip is from Richard. So let's hear what Richard's got to say. Hi, I'm a big Queen fan, and so I do feel a bit disloyal, but here are my three things that I would put in the Queen being. Number one, tie your mother down. Now, putting aside the weird sexism and probably ageism, the lyric I particularly dislike was, take your little brother swimming with a brick. That's all right. Well, Brian, it isn't all right. Because I should say, I listened to it at the age of 10. I was that little brother. I wasn't very good at swimming, even without a brick. Uh, so you might be nice to badgers, Brian, and planets, but you weren't very nice to little old 10-year-old me. Number two for the Queen dump is uh, what I call, this is my little joke, Queen's double B-side, Fat Bottom Girls and Bicycle Race. Two songs equally bad. They, they both are a B, deserve to be a B-side. Now, Fat Bottom Girls lyrics have dated probably even worse than those Queen songs, such as Ogre Battle and Great King Rat, which sound like the dreams of a Games Workshop fan having had too many magic mushrooms. And as for Bicycle Race, the sound of a bike bell is literally meant to be annoying. Don't include it in a song. It makes me want to get in one of Roger Taylor's cars and mow them all down. Um, now, my third nomination, and I'm running out of time, is The Invisible Man. Basically, it's very annoying. The video is very annoying. With that, with that title, it should be enigmatic. They literally are vis- very visible and they are prancing around and they are name-dropped in the song. So those are my three nominations, over and out. Mm. All right, Richard. Cheers, Richard. Oh, Cheers, mate. Oh, food for thought there. Richard's son. Um, such a good speaker, Richard. Actually, you know, just yeah. I feel, I feel very, like very pronounced. Very pronounced. Yes, I feel like after after hearing him speak, we're going to be like, I feel like, just so uh, like uh, cavemen. Uh, <laughs> you know, so in um, a in a in a tricky light. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, aye, okay, Richard. So he starts off with uh, tie your mother down, tie your mother down, but for the reason <laughs> that it traumatised him because he was a <laughs> ten-year-old that couldn't swim, and uh, he was, I guess, getting a bit tight from his older brother. <laughs> um, maybe he actually didn't say that. Maybe adding that in there, but you know, it certainly was a little brother that couldn't swim anyway. Um, so tie your mother down, um, but more so for the lyrics. Um, but I suppose it's we've got to consider the full song as well for going in the bin. Paul, start us off then. Well, you know, I, I'm a big brother. I've got three little brothers, so I'm sorry, Richard, man. Drown those wee dicks. You know, <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got three bricks sitting right here, ready to go, man. Um, yeah. I actually quite like the lyrics on this. Um, Brian, when he's trying to be... Uh, witty, as we'll we'll see in Fat Bottom Girls, um, usually you know usually makes an arse of it. Um, he's usually better at the more sad stuff, the me- melancholic stuff. Um, but I, I I don't mind the lyrics in this at all. Um, he, he wrote it in 1968, so it was like pre Queen, uh, pre Smile, as well. Aye, yep, aye. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I like it. I like it. Um, I, I like the lyrics. Um, yeah, sorry, man. I, I, I don't think I would chuck it in the bin. How about yourself, Joe? For me, it's the only time Brian May's almost sounded cool. <laughs> 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 it's like Brian May might, might actually, you know, just scalp a little kid and just, you know, drown him with a brick. You know, because of course these things are cool, aren't they? You know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Nah, man, come on, it's rock and roll, isn't it? I mean, do, yeah. do I think do I think it's offensive? Absolutely not, man. I listen to Napalm Death and Cannibal Corpse and, <laughs> and Slayer, so no. If if you listen to stuff I listen to, then it's uh, pretty pedestrian. Uh, I may I may say, but no, I don't. I, man, it's, it's tongue in cheek, man. It's tongue in cheek, you know what I mean? Um, and like I said, it's probably the only lyric that Brian May's ever wrote that I thought maybe he's got a wee bit, you know, he's he's, a, he's got a bit of street or something, you know. He, you know, he's not just sitting and look, <laughs> look, looking at uh, cosmic dust through a microscope. <laughs> but not that, not that that is not cool. That is very that's, cool. That's very cool. Extremely cool. And yeah. uh, you know, fair play to the man for being, you know, so intelligent. You know, when it comes to that sort of stuff. But nah, I, I don't put it. I don't put it in the, the bin at all. Yeah. And. Uh, and I think it's, I'll just say this, I think it's weird that you're taking a stab at um, Ogre Battle and what was the other one? Great King Rat, I know. Great King Rat, right, right, not, right, number one, right. That's your sit that, that, uh, sit down, mate, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> that, 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 those lyrics are very, very, they're very prog-rocky, so I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? That, that was kind of, that's kind of where Queen were at that point in their career, you know. I think yeah. we, spoke, we spoke about that. So I can't even compare that. It's fantasy oh, yeah. lyrics. He, he mentioned uh, Games Workshop, so is he saying that it's a bit he's like def- bolt, bolt thrower or whatever? Aye, he's, bolt he's, thrower. He's no wrong uh, there, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, no, absolutely. <laughs> cool. no, they're, still, still, yeah. they're still cool lyrics, you know what I mean, in yeah. the sense that, you know, for fantasy, I mean, I'm not a big yeah. fantasy guy, but I mean, they're what they are. But yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm waffling on, man. But no, I wouldn't put it in the bin. No, I wouldn't put it in the bin. No, um, I, I mean... How how uh, 
how much Richard's tongue is clear in his cheek when he's talking about <laughs> oh, the right, obviously, you know, is, 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 obviously. It remains to be seen, but I think probably it's, he, he doesn't like the song too much, so he's trying to find a, a legitimate reason for, for not liking it, and that's been one of them. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm maybe going to go... It's not one of my favourite Queen songs, not one of my favourite Brian songs, but I think in the, when we'd listened to A Day at the Races, I, I quite enjoyed it. You know, right. for the first time yeah, in a lot of years. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to keep out, Richard. Sorry as well. So, uh, uh, you, you know, you've got your your your, bl- your black bin bag ready. You need to take that one out. Sorry, yeah. mate. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so moving on. So the next one is the double the double A side. So we had Fat Bottom Girls and Bicycle Race. Right. I'm I'm going to start with this one. Right. Fat Bottom Girls. We talked about it. We talked about um, lyrics. We talked about. Just mm-hmm. that is a song. Yep. For me, it's a nothing song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Fat Bottom Girls. But it needs to be Fat Bottom Girls and Bicycle Race because he mentioned them two of mm. them together. So we need to consider that. Um, Bicycle Race, for me, is an absolute excellent avant-garde pop song. Mm. Just, yeah, I, I love it. And I've only loved it really in later years in life. Compared to maybe being a, a younger, a younger, a younger man, whatever. Um, I love it for all the reasons that we discussed, or I discussed, or we discussed together. I can't remember on the jazz podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, go and listen to it because I can't be bothered saying all the same stuff again. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a good podcast. I just check out this other podcast. I'm going to wrap up here. That's it. But, <laughs> but no, I love Bicycle Race. Um, the point about the bells, you know, it's meant to be annoying. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. It, it, It's weird because I was actually. Good point. I was actually in the, when driving home from work today. I was actually thinking about the pod tonight, and um, I was thinking about that comment. And I was thinking, <laughs> do you know what it was? It was as I as I started to move at the car park and walk and put my seatbelt in, and it makes that really annoying noise with those beep 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 beep. Mm-hmm. beep. And I'm like, that's really fucking annoying. I better put my seatbelt on, and it's meant to be annoying. So you put your seatbelt on, and a bell's meant to be annoying to get to tell you you're exactly. coming. Up. And then I started thinking, do you imagine like I'm in love with my car with that noise? Like, and it, like, <laughs> like, get that fucking song off, man. It's doing my nothing. Exactly, man. So, I can see his point. I think there is some point in there he's talking about with the, with the, the bells, but I think they're all right. They don't, they don't, they're not offensive to me. That's just part of the part of the fun of the song. But um, I'm going to throw it over to you guys. Um, Joe, you want to come in with your, your piece on that one? All right, well. I'm kind of the same as you, David. I think I fat bottom girls. That's pretty crap. I don't. I don't really rate the song at all. Uh, bicycle race. I like bicycle race, um, but I get where he's coming from with the. You know, put, why would you put an extremely annoying noise like you know, pretty prominent part in the middle of your song? You know, yeah. and then multiple layers of it. You know, going off. Uh, but I mean. Venom it's like even Queen harmonised bass, like bite bells, bite bells, you know. That's like pompous they were. Double track. Yeah, you'd sort solos and and you know and bell solos, bicycle bell solos. I can only compare it to, you know, like the band Venom had a chainsaw solo in the song Black Metal. And it's probably uh, it's probably less annoying actually now that I think of it than the bell part and, and basically, it <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I it's I, I'll, I'll tear that 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 point in half and throw fat bottom girls in the bin, and I'll throw the bell in the bin from 
Bicycle Race and keep the rest of Bicycle Race because I do think Bicycle Race is a good song. Cool. Paul? Yeah, Bicycle Race is a good song. Um, even even um, as, a, as a kind of technical exercise, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the meter changes and all that. It's, yeah, it's impressive, for, man. For a throwaway pop song about riding a bike, it's, you know, it, it, it's just Queen. It, you know, that's what Queen did, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I would have to agree with the boys. The arse goes in the bin, the bell goes in the bin, but the bike stays out. How, how about that? Aye, that, that, that's, that's, that's the best we can do, Richard. Right. That's, that a, aye, that's, a, that's, that's pretty cool. Aye. Okay, man. So, yeah, that's that's a good compromise. So, yeah, the, the fat bottom girls. The arse and the bell were in the bin. Yeah, so... so, the, so yeah. <laughs> aye. Can the bell and the fucking roof shut up for a bit? What's that? So now... <laughs> They're supposed to make sounds of bells and wolves and all that. <laughs> That's cow poo. <laughs> anyway, I <laughs> bad news. Yeah, yep, magic. Um, we need, we need, Okay, so we need to wrap that one up. So yeah, okay. If that's all right with you, Richard, you're kind of you're kind of more than fifty percent there. Um, actually, so we'll agree with the bell going in and and the bombs going in. So they're going into there. So you need to put the, the bike, though. You need to take that up the road with you, though. So you need to... Aye, pedal your ass home. Pedal your ass home. home. I hope you've got a bike rack in the car, you know, at the, at the, the dump. So you need to put that back in the... In the I know, I know. Obviously, we hope that you don't have to warn anyone of your, your presence, you know, because you've <laughs> not got a bell. Just, just shout them back. <laughs> just have to shout. Aye. Aye. Just shout at them, aye. Aye, well, <laughs> it'll be less annoying, certainly, anyway, than the bell, so... <laughs> um, yeah. And the last thing Richard mentioned was the Invisible Man. Now, for all you listeners yeah, out ben. there that, 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 that know as well, you know that well, as I said. <laughs> this is um, awful song, awful attempt to, to, at humour, just tragic. Yeah, just, just yeah. tragic, tragic yeah. you know, and, he, and he's right about the video as well. The video's just... Equally as tragic, you know. Adds to the adds to the vomiting just in yeah, feeling that you get you know, all men trying to be like doing the kids and all that. You know, I mean, uh, like, you know targeting kids, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> ah, there you go again. <laughs> Magic. But um oh, look, do we need to discuss I don't think we do. Um it's going to and, no, and, 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 and in fact it's gonna be incinerator, it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got the lap pods incinerator and the bin, so for stuff that's really shite, the incinerator. What happens when you burn an invisible man? Do you see him? Oh, no. that's a good point, actually, Ooh. man. That's also on a postcard. Aye. If you hoover him up, you might see your hoover bag getting <laughs> bigger. Aye. You might see your hoover bag expanded, yeah. and you'll, you'll be able to feel him. You'll be able to feel him in there. <laughs> That reminds me of uh, that reminds me of the shake. No, if you hoover them up, that reminds me just exactly what you said. There reminds me of the the Simpsons. It's actually scratchy, so actually kills scratchy. So scratchy, scratchy's ghost goes away up to up to, up to heaven, but then it, it hoovers it hoovers up like the ghost, and then it puts it in the freezer. So he freezes the ghost, and it's frozen, he pulls it out, he smashes it up. <laughs> so, like, so what's the content with just killing him the first time? He had to kill his ghost as well, you know? And um, it, all, just, it also brings up the, 
for anybody that hasn't seen the film Trick or Treat, the bit where Ozzy gets pulled out of the TV and then, <laughs> and he's like, and he gets pulled out of the TV and he's all burnt. He's like a wee, a wee burnt Sweet. doll. And it, and it cuts to the guy later on who will not the cops. <laughs> oh. That is a great heavy metal movie, man. That's how classic, classic we are. We're talking about Trick or Treat. Oh, well, since Halloween, since Halloween, it's Halloween coming up, man. Ah, yeah, well, we should do a we should do a Queen-related Halloween pod. We can get the creepiest drifts or or some some stupid shite. <laughs> so we can so we can, milk, so we can keep milking this shit. <laughs> Just keep you know, it's like it's a series like episode three thousand one hundred sixty, episode three thousand five hundred thirty-two. Uh, we talk about the Sani's Freddy yeah. Warriors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard I have actually heard podcasts where people are actually doing that. That's how bad it gets. And you know what's when it's time to I think we'll know ourselves when it's time to just do you know what? Let's just put a lid on this man. I mean, Aye, let, let's just let's just uh Slog it a dead horse. Aye. Aye. I've got about at least at least another year's worth it anyway, so Aye. 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 okay, we'll see. Um anyway, right, well, so thanks very much, Richard. Um, that was that was quite a. So you got what did you get? You got kind of got one and a hat. Well, two, one and two uh, thirds maybe. Two thirds. Uh, yeah, that's not bad, man. One and two thirds, something like that. So well done, Richard. Good man, um, Richard. And uh, no, I really take enjoyed your, that. Take your bike home, Richard. Yeah, I <laughs> bike up and <laughs> a bellless bike. <laughs> um, cheers, Richard. No magic stuff. I really enjoyed that. And we're moving on, and I think this might be our last clip, so let's get a look. It is indeed. Now, this is our last one for the pod, and it's from Peter. So let's see what Peter's got to say. Oh, I think this is the same Peter that actually likes the Invisible Man. Pedro. So so there we go. Anyway, not that I'm trying to to kind of, you know, (laughs) influences or anything in your decision-making because he likes the Invisible Man. (laughs) Anyway, let's go see what Peter's got to say. Hi guys, this is Peter here. Um, thank you for giving us a chance to talk. Three things in the bin. Number one, loser in the end. The lyrics are, they give doggerel a bad name. Misuse her and you lose her as a friend. It's your mother, not a dog. Um, second thing would be, hmm, yeah, sleeping on the sidewalk in a decade of lazy blues. That one takes the cake. Absolute shite. Um, third thing would be jazz. The sound. It's a great album. It's got great tracks. It's so varied. It's got it all. How Roy Thomas Baker could come back from giving the cars such a pristine sound on the debut and this muddy, flat. It's actually managed to be both muddy and shrill. It's shocking sound. Absolute. Crap, and it's an awful shame because, like I said, the songs are there as tired as they were, they had the tunes, but it just sounds so poor. Um, I'm not going to go into <laughs> the miracle and beyond, that's fine. Those three are my main gripes, and uh, Hot Space is Ace. Have a good day, guys. Take care. All right, Hot Space is Ace. I don't think we can test that, man. I think, I think, Ped's, yeah, Ped's on it, man. Ped's on yeah. it. <laughs> Jump into, the, jump into the, the hot space tub. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> so thanks for that, Peter. Um, let's let's take them one at a t- one at a time. So we've got 
loser in the end. I think we had a bit of a set too with Peter on Twitter a wee while while ago. Maybe in the Queen Two pod about loser yeah, yeah. in the end, and I had to, oh, this isn't going to go well on the night. Well, he's thinking more about the, the lyrics, I think, you know. Then, but again, it's still the song. The whole song's got to go in. You know, we can't just or can we just take the lyrics? I've started separating things out now. Maybe we can. Well, he's kind of he's kind of focusing on the lyrics. I think yeah, it needs to be yeah. the lyrics rather than the but, song. But I think it makes it more interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. You think about like, okay, that's not the best line in the song, but think about no. lyrics as a whole. You know, Mama's got a problem. She don't know what to say. A little baby boy's just left home today. It's you know, the mom, it's a mum who's raised yeah. a kid all the way up and having to walk, watch watch him just walk mm. out the door mm. and go and make his own life. You know, and you know that connection. You know, so I think I think he paints that quite quite well. You know, I do. And, I agree. You know, the, you know the loser in the end. She is a loser in the end because she raises all the. Then they just bugger off. Yep. You know, and go and do it. You know, and you know, I want my babies back, and is that kind of never seems to leave. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 I like lyrics. I, I, I'm kind of struggling with this one. I, I really like them a lot. Anyway, but I'll pass it. Up. Joe, Joe. Sorry, Pedro. I think the lyrics are are pretty good lyrics, man. They're no bad lyrics, you know, they're, they're by far not the worst lyrics Queen ever wrote, you know what I mean? There's, there's way worse. Uh, for, exa- for example, uh, we've got the cutest ass I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man, if we're talking about lyrics. I mean, I, I, know, I, 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 I do, and I, I bigged up body language, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I, I have a soft spot <laughs> for body language, but if we're talking lyrics here, come on, man. Oh, man, uh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Um... If it if it's just that one line, um, that you're talking about in the rest, it's okay. Just I don't know, just blank blank that line out or something. Just put, stick your finger in your ear and listen to the rest of the song. <laughs> um, there you go, mate. I, I, this is a cool song. That I, I, I love everything on Queen too. Um, so. Yeah. Mate, you're just going to be the loser on the end here. Absolutely, me. mate. <laughs> no offence, Ped. <laughs> um, sorry, Peter, mate. It's, it's staying out. We, 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 we're fans mm-hmm. of the song. And yep, aye. Yeah, you know, yep, so we like cool it, song, man. man. The lyrics are cool as well, man. Right. So, take uh, his point about the dog thing. <laughs> it's, it's maybe, it's maybe uh-huh. a wee bit of a point at times. When it's, what yeah. was that? What was that? Uh, you know, he's talking about she's, she's your mum, not a dog. You know? I know, that was, that was cool. Aye, that was witty. That was witty shit. But, uh, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. So, so some good flow there with his partner there. So, he's but, got some uh, points with the partner. So there aye, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the minted accent as well. Oh, <laughs> oh, that should be a new thing for the lap points. Partner points. So even if your points shite, <laughs> your partner was good. You get power points, right? As a <laughs> as a kind of consolation prize for your for it not getting in the bin. Condescending, so you, can I? Aye, aye. Aye. <laughs> so you get you get five power points for me out of ten. Magic. Um, next one is sleeping on the sidewalk. So Brian May composition on News of the World, as we know. Um, Paul, I'll get you to to swing in first on this one. I ca- I kind of get what he means. Um, there was, and it went into the 80s as well, where um, a lot of artists would have a, a blues song on their thing, and it would be kind of cliched blues licks, you know, a 12 bar blue thing, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Um, usually kind of blues standards and all that. And um, But this, this isn't a blues standard. The, the guy is taking the trouble to write 
pretty cool lyrics for this this song. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the lyrics. I like the little story it tells. Um, yeah, I, you know, maybe it could have it could have been doing me maybe another couple of run throughs because um, it's just a one take kind of thing. Um, in fact, no, no. I, I mean, I like, I, I do like it, I, but I, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. I kind of get what you mean. Um, that, that lazy blues, yeah, yeah. Because there was that, there, there was this kind of thing where guys would just, ah, oh, you know, about a filler. I'll, I'll fire, I'll fire up a, you know, a blues song or something. Um, yeah. Um, Mm. It's not no because you said absolute shite. It's not. It's not absolute shite. So, no, and it's on. It's on a, an absolute brilliant album. Um, and I can't. I, I I couldn't see that album not having it on it. Aye. Yep. So, sorry, Peter. But but you know, I, as I say, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, with the lazy blues thing, but Brian. Went to the trouble of actually writing something, um, whereas a lot of guys would just do, you know, key to the highway or, you know, have you yeah, ever loved a woman? An old blues. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's a good point, actually. Uh, he wrote a song. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. Cover, right? So, for for that, and the fact that I like, I, I like the sound and that, you know, um, no, that I, it stays out for me, Peter. Sorry, man. I um I mean I know Peter um you, you know from his tweets and all that he's definitely he's got a very eclectic taste in music you you know, see him constantly posting up about what he's listening to and mm-hmm. you know so he definitely knows his stuff from a music point of view mm-hmm. um and it's uh, that's probably informed his opinion <laughs> on this song you know you know largely but I agree with you Paul I, I I like it I think it just it just stomps away you know quite the thing and um it's. I get the point if you're a kind of blues purist, maybe looking at it, you maybe think it's a, it is lazy and, and I get Paul's, Paul's point, but just taking it at face value and just the way it sounds, nah, I like it. I do like it. So, Joe, final word on it. Um, I'm not a big blues guy, <clears throat> so I can't, I can't really take on board the angle. Obviously, you're more probably more versed Bands that came out at that time that were doing similar types of things. I'm just caught it as I like, as you know, how I see the song. And I like the song. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So, no, I wouldn't put it in the bin at all, man. No, not at all. No. Um, there's, there's, there's other songs, there's a lot more Queen songs that deserve to be in the bin before that was that would even be a consideration, in yeah. my, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's, that's the thing, that's the thing I would say about Peter's first two choices is like, they're bizarre first two choices, but you know, in my opinion, and probably we probably share that opinion, um, you know, considering the, the, but again, maybe Peter's went a bit, well, what was the point p- picking penis? Obvious, obvious, yeah, yeah, obvious, yeah, obvious um, ones. You know, so yeah. He's maybe went for less obvious ones, so I guess fair enough. Probably, yeah, that's probably, you know, what, what I'd imagine. You tell us if I'm wrong, Peter, you know, you get on no, Twitter, and I'm sure, you, I'm sure you'll be on to Twitter <laughs> after, after you hear this anyway, and, and getting on her back, so um, that's that's fair game, you know what I mean? So, 
So the last one uh, was jazz. Well, not necessarily jazz, the album, um, jazz, the production. Um, we did talk about this heavily on the jazz podcast about, you know, we got Roy T- Thomas Baker back after a, a you know, a two album absence. And uh, yeah, just sonically, it's, it's so bad. You know, there's a few moments as we discussed where it, it, it that's the sound doesn't affect it too much. You know, maybe um, in only seven days and things like that, but it doesn't sound mm-hmm. too bad. But there are certain tracks we are just thinking, man, where is the where is the proper the proper mixing and the proper production here? Because um, it just is lacking. Um, and I agree with some of the words I use. You know, um, flat, absolutely. That's that's definitely the, mm-hmm. you know how, what I hear in the album as well. You know, shrill at times. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I know what he means even with the, the kind of the rotel snare at times. That can that can be quite shrill and quite kind of bad on the ears at times. That it's really yeah, it's abrasive. Yeah, just like come on, you know. So odd fun it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there are there are things um, about it production wise that, that are just not good. And it's not it's probably it is the worst sounding album of the seventies for Queen, no, no doubt about it. Possibly the worst sounding album, you know, um, overall because some of the this is for me personally, you guys might feel differently, but even some of the Mac ones that have sounded flat, but overall as an album they're probably reasonably balanced, you know, in production wise. So but yeah, yeah it's probably the worst produced right. Queen album for me. And uh, yeah, for me, this uh, this is this is a no-brainer. The production of jazz, yeah, is going in the landfill for me, man. Joe, <clears throat> totally agree. Everything you said can't really add anything to it. Um, probably the first time up to that point, uh, maybe Queen were looking at what was considered modern sounds and decided to put it in. And you know, like say the Rototom stuff and. Stupid things like you know the, the the sampling part at the end of um, more of that jazz you know trying yeah probably yeah, yeah. probably first time they try to be current you know what was happening in at the time in music and I totally agree <clears throat> it's just it just doesn't it, it makes it makes songs that are already pretty weak even weaker and it, and it, and it ruins great what you know songs that are good that could have been great uh, for example yeah. dead on dead on time, dead on time. Um, let me entertain let you. Aye, I mean, they're ferocious songs, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they sound, they sound like a fart in the wind. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, it, it, you know, it's kind of. I there, there's a lot of songs that are um, given a disservice because of the production. So, yep, the production definitely in the bin, man. And Peter was saying, that, you know, the songs are there for him. You know, he did say he recognised the band, well, even though the band were a bit tired at that point, saying the songs were there. Um, uh, well, I would, I, I would I would meet him halfway with that one um, personally, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so I, just another. I, I I do I do agree. I I mean, I think if anybody's listened to the, the you know the, the jazz pod, I didn't I didn't really no, yeah. put the boot right into jazz. I don't I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad album. No, I th- but I think if you'd taken jazz and like I've said there before, if you took a lot of these songs and you gave gave it the the news of the world production. It was dead yeah. warm and thick. You would mm, probably absolutely. think songs like definitely. You maybe think you know the lesser songs were better. Yeah. Maybe not think they were great songs, but they'd have definitely been they'd have been nicer to listen to in the yeah. ear. You know, I mean, no, I, I kind of disagree with that, Joe. And I think just just in in all honesty, if we were recording the jazz pod probably today, <laughs> I think my 
I guess my overall bitterness about that album would, would, wouldn't be quite as bad because I think I was like, I a few cans and you know uh, getting yeah, a bit yeah. over the top, you know. Uh, yeah, you know so, yeah. but um, I think um, I, I, my, the core of my opinions haven't changed about the album, you know. Um, but it's not a bad album. It's not. It's definitely not. And I didn't say that even on the pod itself. Um, <laughs> but it's it's definitely. I think material wise, it's it's probably a fifty fifty for me. Uh, but the production, nah, yeah, rubbish, shite. Yeah, it's it's a very unbalanced album, um, or imbalanced. There's bits, as you say, uh, Peter. There's bits that are mud, and there's bits mm-hmm. that that are like, oh my, you know, Jesus, my head, kind of thing. Um, and you know, I I think on the jazz pod, David talked about the the panning thing on uh, Fat Bottom oh, Girls, yeah, yeah. just unnecessary crap. You know, just yeah. like you know, wh- wh- why? You know, you know like you're saying, I think they're trying to be kind of more modern or something in their it's approach. Like, uh, yeah. clever. I think I think they were trying to be clever, uh, and, and it just came just off sounding like crap. Just, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, as Joe, Mr. Joe says, um, you know, dead on time and, and uh, let me entertain you. Um, those risks should be clearer. They should be, oh, they, they should be coming right out at you and they're not, they're kind of, yep. uh, you know, lost in a bit of mud, you know. Live Killers, is a, uh, I listen, sorry Paul, I listened to Live Killers a couple of days ago and my God, man, let, hey, let me entertain you is, Absolutely, it's brutal. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. and that's a, that just shows you, you know, that the, the, the yeah. actual live album sounds more ferocious. Yeah, the, you yeah. Can, every every note separated. Uh, you yeah. can hear hear each note. Where thick, it's, thick. Yeah. it's thick. Yeah. Aye, brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, Peter, the the, the production in jazz um, yeah. definitely goes in there, man. Um, but no, thanks to Peter for those three. So um, yeah, but no. We're not having sleep in the sidewalk and uh, loser in the end in there. We just nope. we like the songs, so yeah, uh, they're staying, they're staying out of the bin. So you you keep them that black bin bag and you take them up the road, mate. Um, but you're absolutely yeah. right about uh, the jazz production. That jazz production is getting right in that incinerator. Aye, and the incinerator, man, terrible. Yeah, so, so um, but cheers, Peter. Nice one. And do you know what? Thanks to absolutely everybody that's. Uh, that's uh, taking time to leave a yeah. leave a voicemail. It's it's really cool. I really didn't. Giving yeah, us something to think about, man. Eh? Absolutely. I really didn't know um, if I've got anyone to be honest. So it's it's really cool that, that you guys are taking time to leave stuff. Um, we might do some of this 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 kind of stuff later later down the line. You know where we get you to leave leave uh, opinions on things or or comments or whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And hopefully, if you hear that and others hear that, you'll you'll hear. That maybe give you the appetite to do it yourself next time if we do do it. I'm going to put Jerry on the spot here, right? Because <laughs> right, like because uh, because the, the lazy bastard only put one in, right? So I've got and obviously for anybody listening to this, like we're uh, really good friends with Jerry, so I've been having conversations offline. So I'm going to bring up a couple of his gripes here, so you're getting exposed, Jerry. <laughs> and uh, we're, uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to speak about one of them in particular because I want to see what you guys think. Me and Jerry were talking about the in the innuendo pod, and um, he was like, well, I, "I respect the fact that you guys, you know, have an emotional connection to it." But I, just I like how you're Danny's voice as well. So I, just, <laughs> like, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't have that way. So I think it's shite for the most for the most part, right? So, but that's not the point, right? That I'm going to make here, right? 
one of the, one of the things things Jerry said was that he thought the production was shit on it, and he said it it, it sounded like mud. He said it just sounded horrible, and I just so I'm going to put that to us to see what we think of that. Right, that's that's a that's a that's a, an interesting one because I don't completely disagree with him. Um, I'm the same. I'm the same. I wouldn't go mud. It's not mud. It's definitely a more um, subdued sort of mix. Yeah. Um, than, than say the miracle. The miracle is very crystal clear and, and yep. really really cuts through, and, and you really hear all the frequencies in the miracle, yeah. Despite the, the material, but um, but the production on on innuendo is as it's it feels very um, yeah, like it's been held back slightly from right. you know the higher end stuff isn't quite as high in the mix. Mm. You know, yep, you know, I agree. Um, so I, I I don't agree. It's it's not a it's not, I don't listen and go. Oh, man, I wish it had the production of the miracle. I don't because I think the production of it or the mix of it is actually what's made it age bit the best. Because right. I think if I had the, if I, those songs of the, the the mix and the production of the miracle, I think they might have just sounded a wee bit more all the time. I think they managed to get a right good balance with um, the big snare sounds, but but not eighties big. It was kind of the, the I know it was only just we just eighties had just finished at that point, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. They got the balance just right, so I kind of see his point to a small mm-hmm. degree, but mm-hmm. not to the point of the production shit. The production is not shit, and no. it's, it's, I think it was a choice to make it that kind of way, mm-hmm. and that kind of, um, and I think it almost adds to the to the overall the, vibe of the, the album. The, dark, the bleakness, the bleakness, yeah, and then the darker songs and and all the rest of it. Paul's wanting to come in there, so. I, I, I th- I get I get a kind of warmth from Innuendo. Yeah, I get a kind of you know a day at the races kind of um, fitness. Aye, yeah, that's um, a that's a really good shout, Paul, because they're uh, very similar in the way they've been mixed. Yeah. You know? I yeah. think Macy's probably punches through a bit more right enough, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree aye. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I I don't I, I don't get mud at all. I don't. <laughs> to 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 me, mud is uh, Black Sabbath's Volume Four or something like that. You know, aye, totally, <laughs> aye, aye, totally. You know, or a Master of Reality or something. Master, aye, I would better just clear this up though. Master of Reality is a fucking amazing album because for people, no, right, because if right, because if Ray deals this, it'll be straight on. So Ray, we're not saying that Master of Reality isn't a great album, but absolutely, Master of Reality is, is one of the best. <laughs> Best of this, man. So, aye, one of the best. Yeah. Aye, but, but it does sound pretty muddy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bit of volume force, even worse, man. Oh, aye, definitely. Aye, definitely. Anyway, anyway. Aye. so that's this is a, the Sabbath bloody <laughs> black pod. That's what happens when you get guys that are into, uh, you know, Queen and Black Sabbath partner. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, man. Jer- Jerry, you're, you're talking shit, man. Yes, the production is fucking top notch, man. No, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Excellent production. I wouldn't. So you're keeping it out the bin, then, I? Of course, I'm right, right. Right. Well, 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 what I'll say is, then, um, I get what he means. Like you, David, I kind of get what he means, but I think it suits it. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't change it. So for that, for that point, I wouldn't put it in the bin because I think it suits the record. But I also understand yeah. where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda like it's kinda like we'll put we'll put the production 
in the bin, but we'll not put it right in the dump, we'll just put it at the side of the dump. Aye, aye, say, all right, we'll aye, do that there for you, Jerry, aye, right? Aye, Jerry, right, is that you? I'm going to recycle it. I'm going to recycle it. So it can get used again. Aye, there you go. When that production comes back into fashion, use it again. Excellent. So, no, Magic, I really enjoyed that. Something a wee bit different. And... Yeah, we promise we're going to get to these live albums at some point, <laughs> so we will. Uh, but probably in a couple of weeks' time, you know, we'll, we'll have this, have the the first live album at the Rainbow available to you. And uh, aye, fantastic. Um, Paul, any last last words, comments, fears? No, uh, no, everything's going great, man. It's been a great year for everyone so far, hasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, just cheer. Once again, uh, thanks for listening, man, and thanks for all your, you know, uh, engagement and all that on Twitter. Um, and uh, as David said at the start, we're, we're we're hopefully going to have our website up with some um, inane ramblings from each of us, because um, you know we. <laughs> We're not, not content with just talking to you. We're going to write, write to you as well. Um, about, Diatribes. About We're going to write good words. Good words. We're going to write good. Good, 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 uh, good things. I'm going to try and be gooder at it. At it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a uh, big thanks to everybody that, you know, that's been, you know, coming along for the journey and stuff like that. It's been great, you know, I never expected, like you guys, I didn't expect, didn't expect really that that many people you know show interest in it you know um but yeah, yeah it's been great and uh again big thanks to everybody that, that you know put put a nice wee message up on uh, on twitter there um but yeah absolutely respect and um stay safe out there man yeah. thanks i echo that man um yep we're gonna keep going as we said and 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 look out for the the blogs and the, the other bits and bobs we're trying to get together um, this will come together in, in, in our own time and when we've got time they can get them out so uh, but we'll give you a wee shout when that's available and hopefully there'll be um, some some ways of sub- subscribing on the website so you get the wee posts when things are posted up as well so you get notifications and all the rest of it but we're working on all that good stuff in the background and uh, trying to keep uh, just keep the content rolling a wee bit for you so um, thanks for listening take care of yourselves see you on the rainbow podcast next time. No Rainbow the Band, by the way. So <laughs> or, or the Children's TV program. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, oh, indeed. man, that's a shame, man. I want to review, uh, bu- review the best of Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a Zippy was... man myself, man. But, I uh, prefer Zippy. Aye, Zippy. <laughs> Bungle's, <laughs> Bungle's shite. Uh, <laughs> aye, it was Zippy and Jaws, man. Eh? They're old, man. And, aye. Aye. Jeff aye. was all right as well, man. Nah, it's all about Zippy, man. Aye, Zippy was a man. And Jane, obviously. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Jane and Freddie, but no, they came in, didn't they? Aye. Aye, that's right. Aye. So Jane, did you say Jane was all right? Is that what you just aye. said? Aye, she was all right. Aye. Fair enough. <laughs> Rod Jane and Freddie Mercury. Aye. Ha- hashtag Zippy Rules, man. Aye, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we better get out of here, man. So. Aye, I know. Fuck, man. Right. Anyway, so cheers again for, for leaving your stuff, and we'll see you, see you soon. Cheers, man. <laughs>